From in the beginning to the musical apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Mike Wiseman. To all my future guests, if you have the truth, be ready to defend it. Let's start the show. Is there anything in the Bible that you yourself have an issue with? <laughs> okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I, I didn't you figure this out on your own? No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. Does, what do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. Today's special guest is anonymous podcaster, author, apologist, and lay evangelist, Joe Sixpack. Welcome to the show, Joe. Hey, thanks for having me on, Michael. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for taking the time. Now, if you notice, Joe doesn't really have a moving face. Uh, that's because Joe is anonymous, and that's for a reason Joe is about to explain to us. Why, why are we so anonymous, Joe? Well, actually, uh, my mentor, he asked me to be. <laughs> he, he wants me to remain anonymous, so. Uh, but that's okay. I've got a face made for radio anyway. So don't we? All? I also happen to be evidence that God has a sense of humor, mm. which is why I don't shave very often. I have to get in front of a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so this this podcast of yours, you've written some books too. Holy cow! How many you got? Six altogether. Six. Man. Yeah. Author six books and a podcast. So tell us a little bit about the podcast before we jump into those books. Well, the name of the podcast is The Cantankerous Catholic. Uh, I, I don't like many, many things that are going on in the church today, particularly here in America. Mm. And I am no fan of the USCCB. Uh, so there's not a lot of Catholic truth being promoted these days so i make sure it's done on the cantankerous catholic and i don't hesitate to call out bad bishops bad priests bad lay people i put them right on the spot roger <laughs> well for those at home who don't know what cantankerous means i had to look it up i was a little confused it's uh bad tempered argumentative and uncooperative that's my guest today <laughs> yeah that's me <laughs> It should be a fun conversation. So as far as all of your episodes, how, how many episodes you got out now? Uh, upward of 180, I think. Quite a feat, man. Quite a feat. So as far as all of those go, do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite conversation? Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, it just happened this month. Uh, the Catholic Church dedicates June the sacred heart of Jesus. Uh, the LGBT people hmm. designated June as Gay Pride Month, which we see as a direct attack on uh, the sacred heart as well as 
Catholic masculinity, strong masculinity in general. So the Cantankerous Catholic declared June to be the first annual toxic male month. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to use the left's own words against them, uh, which is why I chose the name Toxic Male Month, and it's been getting a lot of traction. The first guest I had for Toxic Male Month, excuse <coughs> me, I'm sorry. Yeah. The first guest I had for Toxic Male Month is Bishop Joseph Strickland uh, of Tyler, Texas. Now, he was on fire. Uh, he is beyond a shadow of a doubt the most outspoken bishop in America, and he doesn't seem to care what anybody else thinks, kind of like me. He's hmm. willing to uh, accept any consequences that comes along with him standing out. He doesn't worry about getting canceled. Uh, he doesn't worry about uh, getting in trouble with his brother bishops. He just uh, he just states Catholic truth and lets go with that. Well, that's hmm. you know that really fits into my uh, way of thinking. So uh, this was really the very best interview I've ever had. Hmm. So <clears throat> when you say toxic male, describe that. What do you mean by toxic male? Well, like I said, the idea is to just take the left's own words uh, and use it against them. They, um, they call all masculinity toxic masculinity. And there's nothing toxic about genuine masculinity, but Calling it Toxic Male Month certainly gets their attention. Uh, <laughs> uh, it hit all the major news media. Not much attention was paid to it, but it hit all major news media. And I've had more than a little feedback uh, uh, from leftists who, well, they've decided that I'm, you know, a public enemy and should be squashed like a bug. Hmm. Um, I wear that as a badge of honor. I love that. Yeah, well, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm sure you we want to celebrate uh, genuine masculinity. And Paul in Ephesians 5 and 6 talked a great deal about what it is to be a man. And so we celebrated masculinity and the sacred heart of Jesus all month long. Uh, I've got, what, five or six episodes left for June. Um, to celebrate masculinity. Mm. And we, we live in a culture today where masculinity is just hated. They're trying to emasculate all of us guys. I don't know about you, but I kind of like, uh, kind of like the way God made me mm. laws and everything. And mm. he made me a man. Mm. So, so, uh, Joe, what I see, when I, what I think of when I hear uh, toxic masculinity, it's a little bit different, a little bit different. So I think of like the dominant, homophobic, aggressive, mm, I'm a man, I'm number one, get out of my way, that type of thing. That's what I think of when I, I think of toxic masculinity. It's a little bit different. And that is, that is exactly what the left claims all men are. If you're not wanting yeah. to be an effeminate male, then that's the kind of male you are, and that's wrong. 
Well, I can't speak for the entire left there, though, Joe. I, 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 that's something I don't really see. I don't see them blaming everybody um, as, 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 as that. Um, But I want to get back to that Ephesians five or six, was it that you said explains? Five and six. Five and six. Ephesians five and six. Yeah. So, in in a brief, condensed version, what, what is it about those verses that speaks to you? What, What does it say? Well, the very first thing Paul talks about is. Wives, obey your husband, which, uh, which is an important thing, but, well, because woman is made from the man, uh, God made man and made woman from the man, but what's, what's vital is what follows, uh, Paul then shifts over to husband and tells husbands to love their wives the way Christ loved the church. Well, how did he love? He gave his life for it. Being a genuine man, a genuine male with genuine masculinity means living a sacrificial life, being willing to give everything for your wife and your children, even your life if need be. And that's natural for a man. Do women live a sacrificial life? They, by their their biology, they really don't have a choice but to live a sacrificial life. Why by their biology? Uh, Which is why, well, this is why women tend to mature faster than men, because (laughs) they have a suffering every month that's called a period. Then they have suffering in uh, whenever they're pregnant and bringing children into the world, then it's a sacrificial life from then on to raise the children. So women really don't have a choice but to be sacrificial. Wow. Okay, so women do have a choice, I think. Um, they don't have a, they, they have a choice whether to raise a child or not. They don't really have to. That's not really a necessity. I mean, they, there's other people that can raise children. I mean, that That's women true, don't have to do it. Men but, can do it as well. But they can't stop their biology, can they? I don't know what that means. They're still going to have monthly periods, which well, well, that's, yeah. are not pleasant. No, um, I can't imagine. Oh, man. No, thank you. So, <laughs> and when and if they become pregnant, and hopefully women will start having babies again, we're way underpopulated. Oof. But, oh, yeah, we're way underpopulated. Oh, Joe. I, I'm finding we disagree oh, yeah. so much. <laughs> have you... I love it. First of all, have you not seen the statistics? Have you we s- have to produce at least 2.3 children per woman in order to maintain our population. We're only uh, producing 1.2 children per woman in this that's, country. That's plenty. We are that's way plenty. underpopulated. No, it's not. There's only a finite amount of resources, not. though, Joe. There is like what like water name one that's finite water no there's only a finite water amount of water finite. on this planet there's only so there much here nothing there is nothing finite about water god wow. provides us with water it's called rain clouds it's where does that called, water come from though uh, joe god no it's called it's 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 a whole process so the clouds yes it is come from evaporation and then they hold the water and then they come around it's a whole so it's a whole process i don't see god in that god uses the earth 
God uses the earth to filter that water as it goes into the ground. It goes back into the water table, and we get fresh water from those water tables. So which part is God doing it? All of it. Is there nothing that God does? God is there anything is that in God control does? of everything. Yeah, he's in control of everything. Ah, uh, ooh. Well, we have Joe, apparently just... Satan's in control right now. I mean, Yahweh's no, let Satan. we're allowing Satan to be we? in control. We are Jesus God. said, Jesus said, uh, he said, I'm sorry, I'm about to lose my train of thought. You're good. I've had a, <laughs> I've had a debilitating stroke and it happens ooh. sometimes. Sorry, man. Uh, Jesus said, that he would build his church and that the gates of hell would not prevail against him. Now, here's the thing. Gates are a defensive position, mm-hmm. not an offensive position, which mm-hmm. means we're supposed to be charging those gates at all times. Satan cannot win. He can't. Mm-hmm. We can let it. We can certainly let him have his way, and that seems to be what we're doing all over the world now. Hmm. Some of us fight. I fight. Hmm. So Luke 4, 5 through 7 tells us that Satan is the king, has been given the kingdoms of this world. Um, Job 41, yes. 11, Satan says that everything under heaven belongs to him. Um, so yes. Satan is the god of this world. But that, but that doesn't mean that he wins and that we have an obligation to fight. He is on the defensive. Why is he there at all? Why is he even, why does God allow him to, to interact, when to God, change minds, when to God, destroy? When God created the angel, when God created the angel, mm-hmm. he did the same thing with them he did with us. He gave them free will. Okay. The difference is because they're so superior to us, once they make a decision, they can't change their decision. Satan and his minions, uh, they happen to have made a decision to be God's enemy. And consequently, through their free will, they come after us. And in the plan of salvation, after the fall of Adam, God saw this as a way to uh, uh, let us earn the graces we need from God. So why uh, make by, Satan at all, though? By resisting Joe. Satan. Joe, I mean, God knows everything. He knew what he would, he knew the second he was thinking about making Satan, what Satan would do, what Satan would become. He knew that. True. He knew how many he would torture and kill and maim and, 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 and cause to suffer. He knew all of this ahead of time. He knew he would disobey him. He knew he would sin in heaven, which is an interesting concept, sinning in heaven. Apparently, you can do it. Um, no, you cannot. Satan did it. Not in heaven, he didn't. Where did he sin? The Where were the angels? angels? Were temp- the angels were tempted before they were admitted to heaven. Before so Satan sinned God on earth? Truly a- because once you see God, no, even before earth, was, it's apparently some other plane but once you see god you're incapable of committing sin period because you're in the presence of the almighty 
Weird. So once you see God, you can't commit a sin. No. Where's my free he will? He takes away my free will once I see him? No, he no, he doesn't take away your free will. It was your free will that got you to heaven by doing the right thing. By so, obeying him and so everything. Okay, so if I can sin, is that free will, right? I, I, I'm sinning, I have yes, free will. That's okay. free will. So when right. I get to heaven, I can't sin because I won't if, have if free will? If you get to heaven, no, you can't sin if you get to heaven. That doesn't sound like free will. You don't have free will once you get to heaven. There's no need for it. Wow. You are wow. completely... So we're autonomous robots. No, you're not a robot. You're fully perfected. Scripture says that nothing impure, nothing imperfect will I enter will heaven. will worship Satan. So by the Jesus. time you get to heaven, excuse me. I, I just feel like a robot there. I will worship Jesus. Jesus has me perfected now. I mean, I can't be myself. How am I going to be myself if I can't like slip up or sin or screw up or if you, say something if wrong? If you are perfect, if you are perfect, you're completely in tune with God. That's not me then then you're a heretic damn skippy if you believe that you're a heretic i've been called worse but it's okay i'll, I'll take that one <laughs> <laughs> so satan why did he make satan why did he just choose to make satan knowing that all this would happen why would he choose to make satan god created everything humans angels understandable the world he created everything out of pure love we are the product of love hmm. we choose just as just as the angels did we choose to accept his love or we choose to reject his love and satan chose to reject it but he knew god he would choose already to reject knew it. yeah god knew before he created you and me yeah. that we'd be having this conversation he knew before he created man that we'd be having this conversation so he, he creates people he knows are going to go to hell? He creates people yeah, he knows absolutely. are going to be his arch nemesis? Absolutely. Why? You make a Because you make a choice. He gave you free will. He created you in his image and likeness. His image is... Why, though, Joe? Free will. He has free will. He has intellect. We, that's how we're created in his image and likeness. We have free will and intellect. Some of us. We all do. Some <laughs> my question. Sometimes, sometimes it's questionable. Truth. For sure. For sure, Joe. But see, I just still don't understand, like, why would he? So let's take me and you. For instance, yeah. I'm going to go through life. What I like to go through life with an adversary who destroys people around me, or would I like to go through life without that adversary? And a support group of people that, you know, I would prefer me out. to go without an adversary. Right. But that's me. Right. We're, you know, competent beings. God so, is greater than everything he created. That doesn't make any so, sense, though, Joe. That doesn't make any sense to create your own arch nemesis. And then knowing well, he's going to screw I, up a bunch of people's lives and cause them to go to hell. Excuse me, Michael. Didn't you tell me whenever we first had contact that you are a Catholic? No, not once. Oh, I could have sworn you did. No, sorry. sorry, man. No, no, definitely not a Catholic. Actually, 
actually, my friend, hmm. uh, we are delving into a conversation here where you need an entire Catholic catechesis to get to this point. And we can't discuss in the time we have here all the nuances to explain this. As hmm. it is with getting half answered, you're making me look like an idiot to your listeners. That's okay. I don't mind that. But I, I want ha- to convey truth. How am I making you look like an idiot? Because you're absolutely disagreeing with virtually everything I'm saying and coming up with questions where you expect uh, one or two sentence answers, and it can't be done that way. Well, Joe, there you, is a lot of background. Right. Well, if you have the truth and you you're, you should be able to explain it pretty easily, I and mean, if I know something, I'll find an easier way to explain it to everybody. Um, like okay, okay, let's. I've got a nephew. Yeah, he's got a doctorate degree in uh, astrophysics. Uh-huh. Now, there probably isn't anything in his background he can't explain. But do you think he could explain in two or three sentences what he had to work years to get a doctorate degree in? No, Nobody he should be able to explain it pretty easily Nobody to me. Can. If he understands it fully, he should no, be able to understand, it doesn't, explain it. It doesn't come that easily. Good grief. You're expecting uh, full, complete answers of very in-depth topics uh, in just two or three sentences, and it can't be done. Joe, it doesn't make much sense to create your own enemy. So if, if you don't well, have an answer okay. to, 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 to that, maybe we can move on to another topic. I do topic. have an answer to that, but I'm okay. not going to... Uh, spend a great deal of time on something that requires a tremendous amount of discussion. It should be pretty easy, though, Joe. It shouldn't be that difficult. I'm sorry, it's not. Man, so so your religion is pretty complicated. Your beliefs well, are pretty complicated. Yeah, you know, the Catholic faith, uh, in toto, if I'm teaching someone the very basics of the Catholic faith, it takes about 26 weeks. Interesting. So, but so what you're saying is you percent of Catholics don't know the faith these days. Gotcha. So, as a teacher, you you, you teach people Catholicism and whatnot. Are you able to teach yeah. me using the answers that I or the questions that I that I give? Would you be able to teach me that way? Yeah, I would. Cool. So we have a bad guy. So the good guy has created a bad Michael. Guy. Stop, stop, Michael. The, we are not going into this. It takes hours to talk about what you're wanting. I would have got, to go way back and lay a foundation for you, but that's not what you're wanting. I want, I want so you we, to explain the truth that you have. You have this truth now. I you just told it? you no. Okay, so you can't I will explain the not truth that you have. Because, yes, I can. But it I'm takes not 26 going weeks. to do this venue because it takes hours to lay a foundation. Joe, I talk to people all the time, and they're able to just have a conversation with me explaining what they believe and why they believe it. I don't understand why, why we're well, having a different Apparently, time they're here. not very intellectual. They don't use logic and reason, apparently, because it can't be done. Okay, so, I don't know anyone. Uh-huh. 
anyone in my genre who can do that. Okay, so using logic and, and I reason. know some pretty, yeah. Using logic and reason, creating a bad guy is a good thing or a bad thing? It's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. So creating a bad guy you know is going to cause suffering, we both agree it's a bad thing. So why would a good right. guy, why would a good guy create a bad guy? What God purpose did not would that create serve? a bad guy. He knew he Satan created would... all the angels good. Joe. The bad angels, the demons, they chose evil. He knew they, they would, though, will. Joe. He knew they would. That's irrelevant. Why is he that irrelevant? Created everything out of love. I, Michael, but why is that irrelevant? That's like that. the that's like a big. Piece. I am not going, Michael. I'll end this interview. I will not continue along this vein because it takes hours to discuss this to lay a foundation. I am not going. What to foundation could possibly help out this situation? Okay, we're done. What we're what done. foundation could possibly we're done help this foundation? We're though? done. Why are we? Oh, it's a. <laughs> if you can't defend the truth, holy shit, don't have a show about it. Ah! And that's all the show there is for you today. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on, simply go to patreon.com forward slash BSW the podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show. Your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will give you access to the patron feed, unaired conversations, early access to each episode, and much more. For the latest events, BSW swag, and a peek behind the scenes, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. The Bible Says What the book is out. Head on over to thebiblesayswhat.com and get yourself and your grandma a signed copy. Thanks to the cosmic powers of the internet, it is now possible to buy me a beer or coffee online. Simply go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash BSW the podcast and click the appropriate buttons. If you can't support the show monetarily, please like, share, and or leave a review. As always, you can find me at the Bible Says What Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Instagram pages. You can also reach me at bswthepodcast at gmail.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them? to a YouTube channel near you. Jesus VRs. Subscribe or burn.